Good morning and welcome to the Red Beard Outdoors podcast. This is Jonathan, your host here at Red Beard Outdoors. And today I wanted to talk about the topic of, and something that I say in all my posts and all my podcasts about getting outside. And more specifically, getting outside with family, friends, loved ones, and how to make it an enjoyable experience. So before we hop into the discussion today, I just wanted to remind you that if you get something out of this, please share with others. Uh, Bring them into our community. I want to help other people, and that's the whole point of starting this podcast was to get my voice out there, to share my thoughts and ideas along with other forms that I've chosen as far as uh, Facebook, Instagram. Those generally involve pictures and uh, any other comments or discussions that may pop up there, questions as well. Um, You can check me out on Instagram at red.beard.outdoors where I share our family's adventures, my personal adventures, and things about nature that just blow me away. So that being said, uh, today I just wanted to I wanted to discuss that the topic, get out. When I say get out, live your life and love it. Uh, it's shortened down from what I had originally wanted, but you got to find stuff that's catchy and can be a good phrase for people to remember, right? So get out, get outside is what I mean by that. And when I say get outside, uh, it can be anything. Some people live in a big city like New York or Salt Lake City which I guess they're two very different comparisons. But uh, if you live in New York, sometimes getting outside is just getting out and going for a walk and then planning bigger trips to maybe visit the, the mountains or to go to a lake or to enjoy some skiing, which I'm not big into winter sports, but I've heard that it's not nearly as good as what we have out here in Utah. But something along those lines, if you're in a big city, just getting outside to get some sunshine. There's science behind it that I won't necessarily go into, but we all need sunshine and that definitely helps us with our health. It's been proven as well to help with not just what's going on right now with the virus, uh, with coronavirus, but also many other diseases. Our body naturally produces vitamin D, but we need sunlight to be able to produce that. And that is a key ingredient in fighting uh, many, many illnesses. So there's science behind it, right? But also uh, there's, I'm sure you've noticed as the winter months come and a lot of people don't like winter months or, or the fall uh, because the days are shorter and it can get a little dreary depending on where you're living. It can get snowy. It can be overcast a lot of the time, get more rainy, get cold, makes you want to kind of sit inside and hide under your sweatshirt, sweatpants, gloves, whatever you need, your blankets, and watch Netflix. And that is a snowball effect because that, again, keeps you out of the sun when there is sunlight and keeps you from being outside because it's a little chilly outside. I say a little chilly, for some people it's freezing. But if you have the right equipment to go outside, you can still enjoy being outdoors when it's cold. And we need every little bit of sunshine that we can get. So that the whole science behind it. But mainly, I want to share the passion that I have for getting outside because I absolutely love it. 
ever since I was a little kid, I've loved animals and sports. And generally, those things are found outside. Uh, I wasn't huge into video games. Um, I played them every once in a while. I think most kids do. But for the most part, I enjoyed soccer, baseball. I played football. Um, I'd play basketball with my friends in our in our court in the, the driveway that we had. And I was just constantly trying to be outside. And when I wasn't outside playing sports, I was enjoying animals and hanging out with whether it was a dog or turtles that we had at one point. Uh, we've always tried to go outside and go camping during the summer and fall, uh, just enjoying being in the mountains. We'd take fall trips and go and rent a cabin up in the Blue Ridge Parkway area in uh, Cherokee, North Carolina, and we'd go see the fall colors, and I loved how the all the trees just seemed to just change color. And it's been a big part of my life, being outside. And I would contribute that to, one, my family uh, came from a, a, both sides, my mom and my dad's side, uh, had people that were hunters, or it just enjoyed water sports, or being outdoors and camping, and just being able to run around and do whatever you wanted. So, for me, getting outside has been a big part of my life. And I know for a lot of people, it's not necessarily big part of your life. I want to change that. And I want you to know that there's super simple ways to make that happen. You don't have to jump all in and become an elk hunter and go chase 800 to 1,000 pound animals uh, with swords on their heads in the fall when it's cold or rainy and not always the best weather conditions and you don't find elk for, for weeks at a time. Or maybe you do, and you're just not able to get a shot off. But long story short, you don't have to go that far into it. You can just simply start with going to the park every day. That's super simple. If you've got kids, trust me, it's worth it. Taking an hour out of your day to not drive over, if it's close enough, we're blessed here in Utah to have a couple parks in every neighborhood. Um, It's very family-based, and I appreciate that. So we walk over, generally the kids will scooter or ride their bikes, uh, and I'll, I'll walk, and they get to be outside, and they love going to the park. We try and do a hike, and depending on if everyone's healthy and feeling good, um, or doesn't have any plans, we generally do a family hike every Sunday. Uh, that's something that we're going to go out and do today. Usually in the fall and winter time, we wait till a little bit later in the day so it warms up. But uh, spring and summer, we we generally go out a little bit earlier, uh, so we're not fighting the heat, and we can enjoy the hike. Uh, Just things like that. Find find small things to start with. If you're not a person that ever goes outside except for when you walk to your car to drive to work, and then you walk into the building, and then you walk back out to your car, and then you walk back into the house when you get home, maybe start small. And don't go out and start buying all the the stuff that you need to hike Mount Everest to go for a hike, just put on your shoes. If you don't have a pair of tennis shoes, maybe buy a pair of tennis shoes and go for a walk. Just go around your block. Maybe say hi to someone that you haven't ever met before that lives in your neighborhood. Maybe you'll run into somebody and you'll have a good conversation. Maybe you don't and you just listen to a good podcast like this one (laughs) while you're walking. Whatever you can choose to do, 
make it happen outside. If you're into reading, for example, go outside and read a book. If you've got a patio or a deck or a front porch, go outside and read outside. If you don't have any of those things, take your book with you, walk over to a park and go sit on a park bench and read. Find activities that you can do outside and turn your screens off for a little bit. Uh, Make sure that you're getting genuine interaction with nature. So enjoying the fresh air, enjoying the warmth of the sun, enjoying the smell of, maybe if you're out in nature, the smell of the dirt. I know it sounds kind of silly, but tapping into those feelings and senses is key. You need to enjoy your time outside. So going back to it, you don't have to make it complicated. That's what we do for our kids. We make it fun. It's an adventure. We hike the same trail just about every weekend because it's easy. It's very well packed down. We don't have to worry about necessarily uh, snakes or anything like that. And the kids can run ahead a little bit and run back to us and They can pick up rocks and they can pick up sticks and leaves as they fall down, things like that. Every once in a while we run into some deer or other people and uh, and it's just an adventure, even though we go on the same trail just about every single week. Uh, Then other times we we go on an app called All Trails and that's free and, and I'd recommend downloading that app if you're wanting to get into hiking. And there's good information there. They tell you the different levels uh, of hiking that this trail requires and when it's a good time of the year, if there's generally snow on those trails during this time of year or if it's shaded or if there's a lot of sun, et cetera, et cetera. You can find all that information on on that app called All Trails. Uh, Those are great options if you're just getting into it. That's something that's key. But first and foremost, just start with something. Make it simple. For our family, it was uh, on my days off, I would have the kids, and when they were babies, um, I would throw them on a backpack or the front pack, and I'd go hike. So I got them introduced at a very young age. Of course, I'd always bundle them up, make sure they were warm and enjoyed uh, what they were doing, because that's something that you have to do, keeping it simple and enjoyable. Uh, Here's some ideas. For kids, if you have kids, they may not always want to get off the screens if they're, and that's just the reality of, of, of our time. I'm guilty of it as well. Sometimes our kids get more screen time than I wish they would get. And we have to have those arguments every once in a while of they're in the middle of a Minecraft game or whatever it may be. They're watching a show that they want to watch. And I'm like, well, right now it's time for us to go to the park. We have those arguments too. They're not fun. But the kids, it's easier when they've had that habit placed in them from a young age. They know this is a non-negotiable. We go outside. By the time you get halfway to the park or wherever your destination is, they have forgotten about the screens. That happens for us. I guarantee you it'll happen for you. Your kids' attention span is not very long. (laughs) I'm sure you understand that. But understand your kids' limits as well. You don't want to go take them on a six-mile hike their very first time going outdoors. That's just not, it doesn't make sense. It's not something an adult would want to do, 
let alone kids that have to walk twice, three, four times as many paces as you do to get the same distance. They're not going to want to do a six mile hike their first time out. So go to the park. If you've got a friend or family member or spouse uh, that's not big into the outdoors, and maybe you are, don't start with the hardest hike. Start with something simple. Again, walking around the block. It's not that hard. And again, turning off your screens while you're doing that. So you're not scrolling through Instagram. You're not scrolling through Facebook. You're not watching a YouTube video. You're talking with your significant other or your child. Those are all things that can happen. They open up conversations. I love the conversations that I have with my kids when we're outside, when they're not distracted and I'm not distracted, when we're both present in the situation. Just now, uh, the kids were asked to help my wife weed the front, uh, the front flower bed. It's just getting a little overgrown with some clovers and stuff that, that are growing in there. And so my son go or she goes out there first and she's like, oh, there's a praying menace out here. Of course, Asher, our six-year-old, he'll be seven in about a week or so. He gets super excited. Then he gets out there and he sees that the little pokies on their arms. He's like, oh, I need to wear gloves. And so I go out there and I just hold the praying mantis and I show him, you know, how to be nice to the praying mantis, how to, the praying mantis is not going to do anything to you. We have a discussion about what praying mantises are for and what they do. That discussion wouldn't have happened if he was sitting there watching Disney Plus. Or playing Minecraft. To me, that's a big deal. And I am key in his development. Now, he learned something, and he also knows that he can hold praying mantises with no problem. He won't be freaked out by them when he sees them out next time we go camping or hiking. He'll actually want to hold it and interact with it and, and enjoy it. He knows that they eat the bugs that we don't want around the house. So they're a good thing. And then later, they were digging up some weeds, and he just came in and said... Uh, he said, hey, I've got a worm for the garden because he understands that worms can be good for the garden because we've had that discussion as well, that they aerate the soil and they can recycle the soil and it becomes almost like a fertilization process for the soil and the plants. We have a garden in the backyard. It's not the best garden, trust me. We're just barely getting started. This is just our second year. But the kids know that around springtime, they get to go pick out the tomatoes they want and a couple other vegetables and uh, maybe some fruits. And we plant the garden together. That's something that we do as well. So find fun activities for kids is basically what it boils down to. Make it exciting. Don't freak them out. If you see something that maybe spooks you on a trail, maybe you don't like snakes and you see one on, on the trail, uh, don't scream and run away. Have the discussion with your kids. Talk through it with them so that you're not teaching them that they see a snake and they need a bolt, but that they can have that, uh, that interaction with nature and enjoy it and for the beauty that it is. For adults, again, don't start with the hardest six-mile hike or going to the summit of the biggest mountain near you. Don't do that. If you're dating or you have a significant other that's not big into the outdoors, but you want to help them get that way, figure out something that they enjoy. Do they like birds? Do they like plants? Do they like big game animals? What, what do they like to see? Do they like rivers, streams, creeks, whatever it may be? 
is one of their passions maybe that they don't even know, but they thought maybe whitewater river rafting is something that they'd like to do eventually. Start small and go float down a river with them. A smaller river, maybe a guided one where it's a big group of people. Find things like that. Maybe they enjoy fishing and they don't know it. Ask them. Talk with them. Maybe they are interested in none of the above. And they want to just walk around the neighborhood and check out houses. And see what new garage door they want. Or what new front door they want. Or the windows or whatever it may be. Landscaping. Figure out what your significant other enjoys and tap into that. Because I guarantee you there will be something that you can find, if not multiple things, that he or she will enjoy while they're outside with you. And make that time enjoyable. Again, make it enjoyable. It may take you a little bit of research. It may take you some time to, to understand where to find maybe a nice drive or hike that you can go uh, check out the aspens as they're changing colors, which, by the way, this time of year is amazing for that. There's a couple canyons that I've been up while hunting that it just it looks like someone took a paintbrush and just went over the entire landscape. For example, there was one time where I had found this awesome, what I thought was awesome hike. There was some great trails and great views and, and everything in, along those lines. And my wife absolutely hated it because the trail was a little overgrown and it was something that that she just didn't want to do. And there's no problem with that. But I just put a little note beside that and said, we're not going up that trail anymore because it's not something that she enjoyed. And that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. But I do know now we don't go up there. Uh, as far as anything else that you may find. I mean, you can go out and just have a picnic. If that's something that, that they enjoy, find a little half mile walk or hike into this hillside that you can look over the valley or uh, maybe you go up and do an evening hike and then you watch the stars. Uh, maybe you go up early in the morning and you, you watch the sunrise. Maybe you're out on the beach. Maybe you're on one of the coasts and... Your spouse just wants to walk along the, the, the beach or your significant other or someone that you're dating. Find what works for you and yours. As you do that, you will know that it will make a difference. You'll see it. You'll see it happening. Uh, my kids are active. They constantly when we'll, we'll give them a certain amount of screen time and we don't even have to say it anymore. They'll go outside unless it's extremely cold or rainy, but even then they find ways to, they enjoy the water trampoline or uh, they'll go out and they'll do, they'll build stuff in the snow. Um, and that just goes along with having the right equipment for that things that, that they'll enjoy doing. So if they want to be in the snow, you make sure you've got some boots if they want to be in the ocean, maybe make sure they have uh, the proper swimsuits. And if they want to go out a little bit further, maybe the proper flotation devices. If they want to be out on a lake, maybe you invest in a kayak or two. If they want to go fishing, make sure they have the right fishing equipment. All of those things are your responsibility as 
the adult as the parent and it's something that, uh, that I take seriously. Um, my kids enjoy hiking. So, uh, we were looking into hiking boots. My mom ended up getting them some hiking boots and, uh, they enjoy the hike a little bit more because they're not slipping around in tennis shoes. Just little things like that. Uh, look for and find those things that that you will that you would appreciate. Things that you, as an adult, go out and and will just make the purchase if you know that that's something that will better your experience in the outdoors. Do that for your kids. It'll make a difference. Buy them a scooter. Buy them a bike. Uh, hiking boots. Again, whatever it may be. If you're wanting to get your uh, your significant other into getting outside a little bit more. Find what they enjoy. And then help them, take them shopping for that equipment that would help them. Uh, again, whatever it may be, you do the research, you figure it out, and then you encourage that. Don't be pushy, but encourage it. Bring it up. Invite them on, on activities that maybe you're going to go out. And they may not want to go, but at least they know that you want them to go with you. All of those things wrapped up into getting outside. It's made a big difference in my life. Uh, I know my wife and I have some of our best conversations when we're on a hike together. We'll let the kids run up a little ways and we'll, we'll have a conversation about kind of a deeper topic that we may not always want to have a discussion about. Uh, or there's other times where we just reminisce on some memories or, or we make some plans that we may that we may want to do in the future, some trips that we want to go on. Uh, the world of opportunities is endless when it comes to, to outdoors. But there's just something about being out there that changes who you are and allows you to enjoy life to the fullest. So again, everything as simple as starting out with walking around the, the block all the way up to whatever trip or adventure you want to do. My wife and daughter and my sister-in-law just went to Peru for three weeks and they got to do a whole bunch of things. They, they went through a couple of the passes that were pretty high up. They slept under a glacier. Uh, they went out and they, my daughter held this huge anaconda. Um, they went and visited some, uh, some natives there that, that don't necessarily have the luxuries that we have here in America. Uh, they were able to go out and to go swimming and paddleboarding, and they went on the Amazon River. They fished for piranhas, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. Those were all things that they got to do outside, things that you can't experience inside, memories that they will have for the rest of their lives. So start small if you haven't started already, and if you have continue that passion for the outdoors in your family pass it on to your kids and your significant others and even beyond that even beyond your nuclear family you can pass that on to your your mother father cousins aunts uncles whoever it may be but show that passion make it enjoyable don't brag about how much you suffered on this 10-day backpacking trip and how awesome the suffering was. Not everyone wants to do that, <laughs> especially not people that aren't into the outdoors. Find something that's enjoyable 
and make it enjoyable for them. That's the key. Fun, enjoyable adventures. So I just want to share that really quick. Today's a little bit shorter of the Sunday sit down. Normally it's a little bit longer, 30 minutes plus. Today I just wanted to throw that quick idea out there of getting outside and what that means. What I've done personally, how I've incorporated it. And uh, I'm blessed to have married someone that enjoys the outdoors as well. And how we incorporate that with our family and how I've shared that with others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a a question over on Instagram, Facebook. Again, that's at red.beard.outdoors. And hopefully this this finds you in a great, great weekend on on this wonderful Sunday. Today is a beautiful day. We're going to get out and, like I said, go for a hike and do a little bit of outdoor chores before winter kicks in full blast. So hope you guys have an amazing weekend. And as always, get out, live your life, and love it.